Are you looking for the perfect sound effects for your podcast or show? Well, now you are covered. Introducing Haunter Sound Effects Volume 1. Featuring over 550 completely custom scare sounds, effects, and loops designed specifically for the haunted attraction industry. Each download includes extremely high quality wave and compressed MP3 files. Also included are 31 sounds from the upcoming Haunter Sound Effects Volume 2. Just visit www.sagastudios.net slash store to learn more. That's www.sagastudios.net slash store. Enter the code HauntersPodcast13 and that will get you 13% off. Again, that website is www.sagastudios.net slash store and enter the promo code HauntersPodcast13. www.sagastudios.net slash store. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your favorite podcast, recording on minimal equipment because my company's cheap. Welcome to Haunter's Podcast. With me, as always, a man that's not cheap. You got to pay top dollar for this man for a little bit of his time. That's Mr. Zach Hilton. Yeah, no touchy-touchy for cheapy-cheapy. Ooh, well, there's always touchy-touchy, but just not cheapy-cheapy. Yeah, touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy-touchy. Oh, yeah, this is going to be this is gonna be an interesting episode. Uh, you did yeah. an interview, so we're going to get to that uh, later on in the episode, but you guys can yeah. obviously follow us on Twitter, at HauntersPod, HauntersPod, on Facebook, Facebook.com, search Haunters Podcast, and of course, wherever you are listening to this show, please rate, review, share it with your friends. We want to be number one. Please do. Yeah. yeah we, we need to be number one. Also, leave us the reviews, like Wonderful yeah. said. Like, that's really helping us out. That's helping us grow. Do it up. Yeah, yeah, because the more you rate, the more you comment, uh, the more people just see it and then accidentally click on it and go, my God. What is what that? What are they doing? <laughs> yeah, what is this show? Oh my goodness. People listen? I love it. Yeah, oh, oh. I know, I know. God rest their souls. Uh, oh, I see what you did there. Mm-hmm. There you go, baby. Yeah. There you go. Uh, but yeah, we are going to, uh, you did an interview that we're going to get to in a little bit, but first things first this week, uh, obviously Horror Nights is over, we discussed that a little bit last week, but... You raised a good question on the Twitter that I saw got a lot of good feedback. Uh, What was the question you asked over there on Haunter's Pod? Well, to give a longer version of why I came up with this question, I, you know, I'm reminiscing about HHN 29 and how great of an event it was. And a lot of that I feel memory wise and how like explosively awesome was the Marathon of Mayhem show. And I just thought about like, you know, that's the first time they've done a, uh, uh, a water show for HHN. And it got me thinking, what could they do? Because I really do like the idea of upping the ante and doing something different. And, you know, already we know 
we're getting 10 houses and five scare zones, which is the normal at this point of what HHN does. But what like are some cool new things that HHN could do uh, for HHN 30? And so I put on Twitter. Twitter, I said, what's something hashtag HHN30 could do new? 29 gave us a rad water show. What could be a new experience? So, you know, like you said, we did get um, some cool feedback. Uh, Bernard, our bud, said more shows, a VR house, and no more 80s. Now, I kind of get the idea of no more 80s because we did two years of in a row of it. So maybe yeah. kind of move on from that. But I feel like they did a VR house not too long ago. The issue that I had going in with a VR house was it's not it's not included in your ticket. You had to pay extra for said house. And for me, I want a total experience. Like a thing like the scare actor dinner that we did. Yeah. yeah, I understand why that's extra money. That's food going into my belly. That's a premium show that I'm getting. I don't necessarily think that's like that's not something the VR that I feel needs to be excluded from my event ticket. What do you think? Yeah, I'm well, I'm just not a fan of VR to begin with. Like there it's cool yeah. in doses, but as a house, I, and I kind of agree with you. I feel like there was one year that maybe we didn't do it, but it, it was there and it was a house we didn't do, but I kind of vaguely yeah. remember it being there. I know Bush Gardens has done this a couple of times now. Well, Bush Gardens has a ride currently yeah. in Williamsburg that is, you know, you wear a helmet and you do the ride. Um, I and I'm not a fan of that ride. I, I'm, I actually, I, I, I remember riding that and I was like, oh, okay. Because we did the uh, we did I, the we did the swap that day, yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, I I agree that the ride isn't that fun, but I wonder if it's because it's not it's not exciting. Now, if I was to say, okay, I would like this, I'm going to I'm going to kind of tweak it a little bit okay. to kind of give it a a different spin. Okay, so what if? And I don't know if this is possible. I'm not saying it is. Who cares? I'm just making this thing because of Bernard's suggestion. I like it if what I can do is put on a VR headset in the Fast and the Furious ride. Yeah. And it's a oh, but no, no, don't worry. Oh, you mean it's you get you, you mean you get a better view of what's actually happening and you can actually see the ride? Yes, that's exactly. Oh my do. God, I'm, now, I might be in on this then. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was going to say is, what if you're like on a haunted tour ride? What if it already is use... a haunted tour ride? <laughs> <laughs> but what if because it was mentioned uh, later on in a tweet? I'll have to find it later. But someone was like, "What if they did a like?" a 30 house like you know they showed stuff from the past and stuff like that well that's kind of hard to do with um you know if they don't keep all the props and stuff like that like yeah. you know vault the vault house at uh hollow scream had a couple but that was just because they use the same stuff every year so yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard to keep it around um but what if there was a like hhn 30 
tour ride. Ooh, I like this. Ooh, what if I like where you're like, going. I already have an idea where you're going. What if it's like you're on the old school tram from California because originally these things were a tram kind of ride. Uh, and you're you're in that tram and you're just going through the history of Halloween Horror Nights. What like Jack's jumping on the thing, trying to touch you and stuff like that. I mean, it would take a lot of overhaul for the Fast and the Furious ride to do this. Uh, but man, how rad would that be? That's my vote. Now, OK, to, I'm, with, I'm saying it out loud. That's what I want. I'm, I'm with you on that, actually, where in a way they just shut down that ride for a couple months and transform it into something that people actually want to go do because the concept of how that <laughs> ride. Well, the concept of the Fast and the Furious ride, like, like you said, it's the tram. It works. It, it's similar to that of California's tram ride. California's the one thing I do remember about my time there is that tram ride because of King Kong. And I remember that uh I remember the tunnel made me really sick. Uh, I remember Bates Motel right. scared me. I remember Jaws didn't happen. And I remember, yeah, Jaws, n- I never saw mm. the damn shark jump out of the freaking water. <laughs> never got to propose that way. Uh, so, Only on YouTube now, baby. <laughs> uh, and I remember uh, there was one other thing that I remember. Oh, the uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3 sequence was a part of it. That's why I remember all that. <laughs> yeah, 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 dude. The robot Did they sequence. Actually call it the Beverly Hills Cop, or was no, it the I, robot? I think I forgot what they called it, but I just remember we pulled in, and my brother was like, "Is this the thing from Beverly Hills Cop 3? And I was like, "Yes." Like, it oh, is. oh my god! <laughs> like, I know exactly how oh, this plays man. out because I'm a kid and I thought that movie was good, and then I got older and rewatched it and went, "Oh." <laughs> Oh no! That makes my day. <laughs> oh god! Uh, but yeah, no. They they have to if they just change up Fast and the Furious for Halloween Horror Nights for like two months, they'll probably see an increase yeah. in traffic over there as well. Yay! More people riding it. <laughs> uh, but right. I, I I think that would be cool. That that's definitely a cool thing to do for thirty. Turn some of those rides yeah. into more. Uh, uh, add them as a part of the attraction because like mummy well, feels like a part of the attraction because it's a horror ride to begin yes, with yes yes even men in black yeah um but yeah no it made me think of like when we went to king's dominions ah, yeah. like, riding that one ride and the scare actors coming up and i know they wouldn't be able to do that with many of their rides but i do think the vr aspect of doing the Fast and the Furious thing could be cool. Or even, I mean, even if the screens did something else but slowed the well, hell down. But yeah. that's neither here or there. Well, well also, um, it kind of, um, and I know, you know, it, it, we don't compare with them usually, but doesn't uh, Disney do it with the Guardians of the Galaxy? There's the two different, there's the regular, and then yes, when Halloween yes. comes up, it's the uh, it's the, the Halloween-themed one. So like yeah, you in can, California, they have the Guardians of the Galaxy ride, and then on the Halloween season, they have uh, Operation Breakout. Yeah, which it's basically you have to get Groot out of the monsters and stuff like that. But that's not the only one they do it to. The Haunted Mansion in California actually has a Nightmare Before Christmas theme during oh, the nice. Halloween. Oh, that's pretty two. cool. Yeah, so they do it with a couple of things, but even Mickey's Not So Scary, uh, they do it with the um, uh, Space Mountain ride. It goes completely dark, and they play Halloween music instead mm. of space music. Mm. Yeah, so like, I and that's what I look at. I'm like, incorporate the stuff that you already have into it, and that's kind of a cool deal. And maybe, um, maybe Universal, mm-hmm. you know, kind of can steal from that as well really quickly. Uh, 
the Rip and Rocket. Add some Halloween yeah. tunes in there. Add like you know, because how cool would that be to be riding to like yeah. Alice Cooper freaking Man in the Woods? You know, like he's back. Uh, you know, you just like rad. during that drop, he's like he's back. It's like oh <laughs> yes, or like some Rob Zombie on there. You know, so I could be like all like yeah, I'm gonna dance on this ride. Uh, you know, yay, Chris Jericho. You bring ride. up a good point. Yeah, like you know, like uh, I know that that's kind of stealing from the Mouse House, but you you can do it. it and that's kind of would be cool to like incorporate into 30 and i doubt any of us are going to be like oh they ripped off disney's thing right no i don't think it's actually ripping off if you think about it like that's what universal did back in the day they yeah. transformed their tram ride into a halloween event so i think it's possible uh moving on to some other ooh, ones ooh, sorry sorry can i just sorry can i just say this really quickly hey bernard yeah my new york team is better than yours <laughs> okay yeah. Oof, yeah. Yeah, that's the way to really, you know, just attack <laughs> the listeners. Make oh, sure Bernard knows it was done line. with love. He knows it was done with love. <laughs> we both have two wins. Where are we going? <laughs> Nowhere. So <laughs> uh, just like this episode. Nicole says <laughs> Seeing them capitalize on themed food and drinks would be awesome to see. Really pull the house out to the streets. The fact that we didn't have drinks with cotton candy outside of Killer Clowns this year was a miss in my books. Nothing crazy, but would love to see more themes. And I kind of agree okay. with that. Like, I know there was a Starcourt Mall this year, but, like, there was literally no Scoops Ahoy, which blew my mind because in California, there was a Scoops Ahoy. Well, that's, that's well, you know, sometimes California's got to get that one thing, you know. We get yeah. we get nine, they get one. Uh, but uh, you know uh, that is a little upsetting. Uh, I can agree with that because I felt like even last year I felt like they had a lot of chances to kind of incorporate a lot of things, especially with the '80s theme. And you know this year, yeah. more so with not giving a scoops away in Orlando when California got it is a little like that was kind of the thing. Literally, you looked around the park and all you saw were people freaking wearing scoops ahoy costumes guys girls kids dogs animals green people purple people everybody was wearing freaking scoops ahoy crap because that was the hottest thing and to not realize that going in like i don't want to say they didn't realize it because clearly they did but i don't know like there was a missed opportunity specifically since i could have walked into target you know two months earlier and bought scoops ahoy stuff yeah, um, I I think it's something that was a misfire, like Nicole said, like you, you're saying, and I think I think there's always room to grow, and maybe they'll even you know try harder. I mean, they they did some cool things. They did the donuts with the green ecto slime on it. Yeah. And they, did they did the popcorn drinks, but uh, yeah, the popcorn like they were on the way. If it means that we're on the right track of furthering it, that's rad. Give me more of that. Um, our our friend from Scotland, Mark Andrews, he writes uh, a horror comedy show in the lines of the Jack Show from 25. I saw 
a show here in my home city called Vampires Rock, same lines as Rocky Horror, musical style. And, you know, I know you didn't get to catch it, but I did catch that Jack show, and it was effing rad. And I uh, once he, you know, brought this up, I went back to YouTube to watch. Well, I watched the Jack, the Jack show, 25 I, show. Yeah, and I love that show. And it is, it is dark, it is messed up, twisted, funny. And I agree. I think you do need that show. I've heard rumblings that there are going to be three shows this year, which I imagine is Academy of Villains slash Villains Head slash new show. Uh, I've, I've seen another marathon of mayhem, whether it be just the houses of that year or a natural collection of all 30 years. And mm. I, a third show, which I imagine could be a Jack-esque show. And I really hope it is. I mean, I still, yeah, I hope Jack is back. I, I still feel that there's a good chance we get a new icon and that's going to be the, the other show is the introduction yeah. of that icon and Jack and all of them will be there as well. But I, I just, I don't know. It feels like the right time of time to r- usher in a new icon here at 30 and then start rolling for, forward with a couple new icons leading up to like 35 and then maybe jump back into the major IPs and like go nineties themed. And that's where like you start seeing mm-hmm. like 90 theme because probably in like five to 10 years, nineties is going to become the new eighties. I think nineties is already on that way. It's I on think that way. There's a good chance. I think, I think after 30, if they don't theme it nineties at 30, I think 31 has a very good chance to be themed to nineties. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm with you. I actually want a new icon. I, all the people clamoring for Jack as much as I love Jack, that's just because he's the most recent thing you've seen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he had, he had his year at 25 chance had her year at 26. Mm. And as much as I love them, mm. I think I agree. I would rather a icon bring all the former icons together, almost like a Thanos esque character and I think that's that's the way to go, in my opinion. Um, uh, Depths of Allison, uh, <laughs> good name. Yeah, <laughs> she writes. Uh, I'd love to see more of a social media incorporated in the event as a whole. I saw her response. Yeah, in the way, yeah, they used the graveyard games. I'm just imagining how awesomely interactive that would be. I. When I read this, I agreed. Mm-hmm. And the way that I would up the ante, if you can use it in the the, if you can use it in the, uh, what's it called? Was in the house, actually in the house. I think it would be cool if you like in the line you could set something up the basically give you a scare. But just give your thoughts on this real quick. Okay, uh, I I love this idea. Uh, I I I think that this is, could be a cool thing uh i i think that a cool way that i think would be is like having showing in real time kind of people's reactions that are using the hashtags like off of twitter and stuff like that so getting to see people's right. reactions from those houses or outside of those houses and stuff like that like obviously somebody's kind of keeping an eye on it so they're not like spoiling much of things but you know that like Oh my God, the craziest house ever graveyard games, like uh hashtag HHN 29, you know, like get, get some of yeah. that incorporated into it. So you can see other people having a good time with it as well as the story within it. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, I agree with that. Uh, another 
that going back to that VR one, it was Joshua Grady that said that putting a premium VR experience, which again, you know how I feel. Yeah. Um, then, uh, and this is interesting because I have seen this at Bush Gardens, and I would love your take on this. Um, Holly Jolly Living Dead Dude <laughs> said, "Escape Room." Uh, mm, you, I, I think I've made it. I think I've discussed it a lot. My feelings on escape rooms. I'm not big fan on those. So, and I feel like kind of that becomes a pay for thing as well, like an added on thing. And I'm already paying right a, a premium price for the trip for Universal. And you know, I, I, I yeah. if it's there, I wouldn't be mad. I'm, but it probably would turn into like what Academies was this year for me of like, uh, if I miss it, I miss it. If I get to it, I get to it. You know, but it's not, right. it's at the bottom of the list for me so that I can kind of focus on all the other things. Right. No, I agree to that. Um, yeah. Yeah. How about, do you have any ideas yourself? Is there something that you feel like, you know, like I came out of nowhere with the tram idea. I think the tram idea is pretty slick. Do you have something that you would like? Uh, I mean, for me, a lot of it, I, I really liked your tram idea. I really kind of, that would be the big thing that I would hope because a lot of HHNs and me, a lot of my precedent for what I deem really good and scary places and, and a great attraction is Halloween mm -hmm. Horror Nights. So I feel like, you know, they keep upping the ante every year to begin with that I have faith in them, but I really like that tram idea. I like, I like where we kind of brainstormed there, how the possibility of kind of redesigning some of your stuff for more of a Halloween theme to it. Maybe even, you know, if, if not fast and the furious, maybe change up some stuff over there in Diagon Alley and give us a little bit more over there and give a, and, and add a little bit of the Harry Potter stuff to it. Maybe kind of bring that, that Ooh. dark wizarding world stuff that you were doing a little bit and slide that over yeah. into the Halloween season as well. Like I, I would, because you know, honestly, now that I say that out loud, the same thing with the train with, with mentioning uh, fast and furious before I actually really hope that they do do that because that was the biggest disappointment to me about this past year was when we went over there at like 11 something at night and it was just dead. There was no point for it to even be open. There was no butterbeer. There was no rides. There yeah, was no anything. I, it was just a, it was just the alley. It, it, it did suck because like, I remember, you know, the disappointment on Brooke's face. And like, if you say something's open and we're not even near closing hours, like you're talking three hours before it closes and you shut down the ride, there's no drinks. Like you said, I think you're right. I think, I think that's a great idea is the fact that it's time to incorporate Diagon Alley. Yeah. And, and even if that's the thing, maybe turn it into a scare zone or maybe make that an area where you put on a show in there and that becomes the third show of some form of Harry Potter. But I, I'm also mm. thinking that you could, but I'm also thinking too, that you could even like Harry Potter lends itself to being able to bring all those actors back to, to do something to change Hagrid's ride up to change, uh, not Hagrid's, I'm sorry. Uh, Gringotts over there to, to change that up slightly. I know that's already kind of a scary ride, but you could, you could do something with that. Maybe, maybe with the Simpsons as well, you can kind of change up their thing. And I've been screaming. I want freaking Treehouse of terror for years now. 
since my first time there at 25, where I was like, man, you're missing an opportunity here. There's 30 freaking years of that Treehouse of Terror to work from. Uh, maybe turn the Simpsons ride. Just Disney, whoever the hell you got to pay, pay them the money, have them come in, do some voice stuff for that, and turn it into a Halloween Horror Nights Treehouse of Terror ride. Like, incorporate your rides a little bit more really or just make harry potter a thing you got to make harry potter a thing and turn that into a thing because that was so damn disappointing this past year because if anything i just wanted a butter beer just wanted a butter beer that was it so i think if you find a way to slide harry potter into it maybe kind of incorporate you know simpsons in more of a way uh and, and get those rides going maybe Find, like 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 we said with uh the rip and rocket if you just add a couple halloween tracks in there you know how how difficult could it be honestly to get the rights to like thriller or you know docking or anything like that that just kind of lends the halloween feel to it have carpenter's halloween theme on there so that when you're riding rip and rocket you just get that little bit extra that kind of sends it into a whole nother level but uh yeah if there's a way to maybe i guess incorporate that for 30 that would be huge and incredible and uh to me just make it again even better than it is but i already think every year is better than it is so i kind of already expect 30 they've got something up their sleeves that they're going to do that's going to make me go oh my god 30 is now the best year i've ever been to any halloween attraction and i don't know how anybody can beat this and then i'll be saying it at 31 and 32 and so on but i i think those are the things that i would try and do that's kind of where i lay on this spectrum of how to improve or what i would pitch if i was in the meeting room and you know blake and the team over there are actually listening to me and I actually matter to my voice carried weight in that uh, Horror Nights room, but that's kind of some of the things that I would pitch for HHN 30 to kind of incorporate it and make it better. All right, so what about you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I love it, baby. Um, (laughs) It's so funny. It's so funny because nobody knows anything that just happened there. Uh, (laughs) Um, basically I feel exactly the same way of like, I think incorporating all the rides, uh, like not all the rides, but the rides that can get incorporated for some of the fun I would do like how you said the Simpsons, like it has been too far gone of why we haven't had a treehouse of horror yet, but it's way past the time for that. I get that they put the chainsaw guys in there and such, but it it's time for that. It's time like how I said about the Fast and the Furious ride. Like I don't know the the numbers that rides get, but I don't think beyond the uh the vacationer if they actually get the locals to go on it as much as possible anymore. Um, because let me tell you, I always see things about Hagrid. I just never see things about that ride. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know what I, mean? I, th- I feel like we're the only ones that talk about it, but we do yeah. it in like the most like, can you believe that ride even still exists? 
Right, exactly. <laughs> like, oh, they didn't man. shut it down after six months. Well, I mean, it was shut down, though, for Halloween Horror Nights when we were there, and it was supposed to be one of the rides open, and that I know oh, that led yeah. to speculation of people going were people just not riding it and they were like hey let's just not even bother manning it because you got to pay people to sit there and if nobody's going on it why pay people to sit there you have such a good point about that um and that could be absolutely why so i i think we're just you know we're on the same page of let's do some fun things with your rides let's you know you know, do some funky things that are easy. I agree with people with food. I think that's a great idea. I'm not as hardcore to the like, you know, don't do an escape room or VR, but like make it free. Then I'm in, but I don't think those are experiences I'm going to pay for like you. Um, unless like, honestly, if it's cheaper, then like if if the vr add-on is five bucks uh but you don't get to use your uh express pass i think if you did a vr experience that's um five bucks but it's all through the timeline of hhn that could be cool but i you're not going to see me pay 25 dollars for anything like for a house no 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 you're 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 lucky enough that uh at this point now that i've even done the scare actor dinner that i'm debating paying fifty dollars to do that again next year like well and at least the scare actor dinner is 50 bucks for the amount of time you want yeah that's and that's the thing it's it's i'm eating I, I know I'm eating food that, you know, will cost me a ton anyway. Uh, the $50 I'm spending on that, I probably would have ended up spending on food and drink anyway within the part will not drink because, you know, unlimited refills. Uh, but, yeah. uh, you know, the excess of food I would have bought anyway still would have ended up being around that price. But I'm getting a higher quality of food. And that's not even the trash, the food that they serve there because I haven't eaten anything bad at Universal yet. Uh, yeah, but I can 100% tell you that the best meal that I have had at Universal is that monster dinner because it's, it's, you know, so good. you're paying for so what you get. Good. So you're, you're paying $50 for actual like freaking steak. You know, you're getting the high end quality of everything. So yeah, like you said, it's so freaking good. So I know I'm paying for good food there, but I'm also getting a show with it. Absolutely. You know, and I think I think that's why I paid the extra. I'm not going to pay yeah. extra for VR. Yeah, so I'm like, going to pay extra for an entire experience. Yeah, and something that feeds me as well. VR doesn't feed me. I'm I'm I mm. I work in radio, so when food's involved, even if I pay out of pocket when food's involved, uh and you say it's all you can eat food, trust me, radio daddy gonna take advantage of that all you can eat thing. Mm-hmm. You know it, baby. Oh, dude, Thursday I have an event coming up and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to line my pockets and I'm just going to fill them up, put them little baggies in there and just be filling it up with free food because they're probably going to have Chick-fil-A. <laughs> like, no joke. Like, they, they, this, this is, this is for the American Cancer Society event for the month of October. It's the, the thank you to all of us. And usually they like get like the Chick-fil-A, uh, nugget platter. And oh, yeah, daddy, I go to town on that thing. So fingers crossed. That's uh, Thursday, tomorrow's dinner. Whenever you're listening to this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Uh, yeah, no, like food, food will entice me more to spend money and be a part of it. 
uh, than right. a VR experience or an escape room. Because escape room to me is I'm paying to have an anxiety attack. Uh, VR, I, I could potentially get motion sickness. There, I said it. I'm a little bit of a that guy. Um, <laughs> but, you know, food always makes me happy. Yeah. Oh. Hundred percent, and that's worth the penny. Not your, not your headset that's going to give me a headache and yeah. make me not want to do that ever again. Well, could could also end up ruining the night if I get sick. Where you know, yeah. I guess though, I yeah. have to. You have to be careful about that though. When you eat the food, you don't want to eat too much and get too sick. Yeah. Okay, mom, I get it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, make sure you eat more veggies next year. Yeah, you got it, Mom. Jeez. Yeah. You loaded up on way <laughs> too many starches, you know? Don't tell me how to eat. Don't tell me how to live. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> Get out of my room! we'll be back with Zach's interview. Uh, who'd you, uh, before we, before we take the break, actually, before we take that break, we have to actually pull it back and be serious for a second. Uh, yeah. set up the interview that's coming up on the other side. Okay. So uh, I have friends of the show, Jason and Kate, and they have somebody in their life, Kate's brother, who is a kind of ghost hunter. He is a ghost hunter. He searches for ghosts, uh, or he used to, and you'll find out what made him stop in this said interview. It was a blast of a time. I got to ask so many good questions. Uh, Uh, Yeah. yeah, I can't wait to hear this. Let me tell you, there is some creepiness to his stories. All night, I was getting goosebumps by what he kept saying. Um, mm, I'm excited to listen to this because you know I'm a believer in the paranormal, and uh, I hope that you're a little more enlightened. Not to say you weren't before, but I'm hoping that maybe, Zach, you're a little more enlightened. Brother, let me tell you, and uh, we may or may not have set up a Zach and Wonderful go on a hunt. <gasps> oh my God, I can't. We're good. All right, we're going to take a quick time out. Yeah. We come back on the other side, find out if Zach made my darkest and deepest, most sexual fantasy dream come true of doing a ghost adventure next on Haunters Podcast. Hey, this is Josh. And I'm Rob. And we are from the Diz Noids Podcast. Join us each week as we try to keep our random ramblings in check. That's right. Dive into our cauldron with the sweetness of recipes from theme parks to movies to music to comics to any and everything we can talk about. Our jibber-jabber knows no boundaries, but our expertise in these fields will be sure to make your ear holes smile. That's right. Follow us each week with our episodic adventures with a side of sarcasm to lead us through the magical forest of pop culture. You can find us where all podcasts are found, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, and even on Facebook. Just search The Disnoids. That's right, my wonderful, wonderful friends. As always, stay metal. Ladies and gentlemen, I am here and I'm excited because this is a long time coming. I remember, uh, just a little backstory here, I remember last year I was getting ready for the off season and a friend of the show basically was like, hey, my brother's into 
ghosts, ghost hunting, the paranormal activity, all that kind of stuff. And I really wanted him on the show and we connected through text, but you know, he was busy, I was busy, it never came through. But now, what's awesome, once again, my friend hooked us up because he came straight to their house and we all said, we are interviewing you. But I want to welcome to the show, uh, now friend of the show, Andrew, thank you for coming on the show, brother. Yeah, you got it. Uh, I'll be here. Ah, uh, yeah, it's awesome. Um, so to give a little hindsight on what's happening here, Andrew is, I guess, would you would you say uh, a person active in paranormal activity? Um, active, yeah, I love it. I have always loved it ever since I was yay tall, little mm-hmm. guy. Um, I had a few experiences when I was younger that stuck out. Um, one of them was uh, I saw a UFO when I was like 10, uh-huh. and then I just got hooked from there, and then I was that weird kid in the middle school library looking up ghosts and witches and all sorts of stuff right um and then you know that just stuck with me straight through my entire life yeah well let's let's you know since we're starting back in the day and you said you had a couple of uh activities what like go deeper into those activities because I remember when I was a kid, I was also infatuated with it because in my school library there would be scary stories to tell in the dark and then goosebumps and stuff like that. But I never actually had a experience and I feel we should not at all just graze over the fact that you had a couple of experiences. So go ahead, dive deep into this Um, UFO one real quick. So, I had to be maybe 10 years old. I'm out in the backyard, duskish. I look up into the sky and I just see a glowing ball. Yeah. And like, okay, that that's not normal. And it just went up, down, diagonally, north, shot straight over to the left, up and gone. Wow. And at that point, I was hooked. Like, yeah. I had, I needed to know what that was. Right. Um, and... So you did all the research that you could do. Oh, yeah. I mean, then it was, we need to go to the bookstore. I need to find something and figure out what it was because we didn't even have AOL yet. A computer or anything like that. Yeah, we didn't have anything. So it was, I need a book. I got to find that. And I got uh, J. Allen Hynek, uh, Mm. Project Blue Book. Yeah. Um, And I just started flipping through that like crazy and... You know, then it was a while until I had any other experiences with UFOs. Um, A lot of that I didn't... It came in uh, when I started touring Mm -hmm. Uh, professionally. I started seeing a whole lot more. Um, Now, touring, what do you mean by that? So, for for a while I was working as a guitar tech stage manager... um, for touring bands, okay. traveling all over the country, all over the world. Wow. Uh, so I saw a lot of a lot. So of you sought out, went to like, so if you're hearing, you would go to Sleepy Hollow, New York. You're like, oh, we're playing here, so I'm going to do a little research about Sleepy Hollow. Sure, and you know, I Headless Horseman, right. you know, you got up in that area, the legends of Rip Van Winkle, yep. you got a whole bunch of really old folklore Mm-hmm. And I've always been interested in that. Um, and then, you know, when I got out to Vegas, I'm like, well, 
Area 51. Right. Let's let's see what we got. And, right. You know, I'd start seeing the Janet flights and the company I work for now, our warehouse is right by the airport and those planes fly over our warehouse twice a day. Wow. So like, okay, they're really bad at hiding stuff or they just don't care anymore. <laughs> um, but you know, there was one time I was in Vegas, I saw a, sw- a swarm of UFOs and you know, you, you can't, you can say, oh, it's birds. Oh, it's this. Oh, it's that. Right. Until you physically, physically see, see it. it. And then you can't discredit it. Right. You can't disprove it. You don't know what it is. Right. Um, on that same tour, we were driving through um, Colorado. And I I was driving, I think my shift started at 4 in the morning. So I'm driving straight through until like 7, 8 a.m., um, cigar straight in front of me i watched it for an hour straight i took my eyes off it for two seconds and it was gone Mm -hmm. um there was i recently went out to iceland and um we uh waited to see the northern lights and as soon as i got out of the car i just fixated on this pulse of light that was just changing colors and I watched it go. I'm like, all right, well, now this is a few years ago. Is it a drone? Well, it's been in the, it's been in the sky for three hours now. And uh, as soon as it went out of view, the whole sky lit up wow. with the northern lights. And I was floored. Like, we, were, we had our you know, satellite trackers, our night sky apps, looking to see what this was. And nothing. Nothing popped nothing. up. No. That's wild. Um, so I've always been heavy into UFOs, but the experience that I've had with the most um, mentally taxing and physically taxing was when I was living in Orlando. Uh-huh. So this was in Orlando, Florida. Um, I guess it was 2000, 2002. 13, mm-hmm. um, right before I moved to Nashville, I was in between places and I moved in with a friend at work. Uh, and th- he, he had a house that was like the jam house. All the guys went over there to play music and all this stuff. And a lot of the guys who were in between places, you know, moved into a spare room while they were finding something else. And they had their stories and, you know, it was just pretty well known that that place had something going on about where you guys were interesting so would you say that was more of the ghost realm uh than actual ufo absolutely okay like Um, what what kind of presence or what kind of things did you feel out of this oh boy um (laughs) (laughs) uh it was everything um and it and I, as crazy as I am, I knew what I was getting into before I moved into that place. Okay, so you knew uh, ahead I, of time I, what yeah. was... And I'm being the person who was interested in it. I was right. like, what the hell? Right. Let's see, let's see what happens. Yeah. Because um, they would... In the bedroom right next to mine, there was a drum set. No one was ever in it. We only used that room if we were recording drums, and we were never recording drums. 
three in the morning, symbol crash. Mm. Um, TV would turn on in the other room next to it. TV would change channels. TV would turn off. Um, you know, you'd have your typical, like, straight out of poltergeist. You walk into the kitchen, and all the chairs are moved out at perfect right angles. Right. And you move them back, and you wake up the next morning, and they're back out again. Why? Um, we had, you know, CDs and stuff all over the place, and things would just pick up and move and be somewhere else. Um, we've had pictures, which I wish I had. I'll have to try and find them, mm-hmm. of orbs you could see faces in. Whoa, if you zoomed, really? If you zoomed in enough. It was the weirdest, wildest thing I've ever seen, and none of it made any sort of sense. Right. It's like, okay, you hear about all this stuff, but you never actually take the picture and see it. Yeah. Um, and, you know, the guy that I was living with, he was a diabetic, and, you know, he would eat dinner at 7 and pass out, and he wouldn't, he knew all this stuff was happening, but... You know, he, it never affected him. It never affected him at all. He was out of it. And, you know, he just said, oh, yeah, those are our friends. Oh, like, nice. Okay, bud. Um, <laughs> so how much am I paying you in rent now? Can we hike that down a little bit? Um, yeah. So, you know, he had a lot of antiques in the house. Um, a lot of things that he said had stories. Um, uh, one piece in particularly, he had a mirror, which he had a crucifix hanging over. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's weird. Well, why do you have that? It's like, well, I'm pretty sure that mirror is possessed. Okay. What makes you think that? Well, you know, I see things like, okay, what? Well, shadows. Okay. And like, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah, I know. I'm feeling it. (laughs) Just thinking of it because it's, it was something that I was able to brush off easily when he told me. When you're there just but, hearing it. But after the first night, I was like, oh, my God. Okay. Um, I woke up every single night, 3.15 a.m. Uh-huh. And I saw shadows ranging of all shapes and sizes. Some were child size. Some towered over you. Mm-hmm. Um, I would hear voices. I'd hear my name. I what? Would, I would hear all sorts of things. Um and he just said, you know what I do when they're bothering me? I just say, please leave me alone. Mm-hmm. And I just try to go back to sleep. So that's what I did. And I did that for three months. Uh, I had a cat at the time. The cat stayed with my friend. I did not, The three months that I lived in that house, I did not bring the cat over there. And he was like, well, yeah, that makes sense because... You know, I had a few other uh, people living here, and their cats ran away as soon as they moved in. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. All right. Well, that good call there. Yeah, Um, you're protecting the cat. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But going back to this mirror. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to ask about it. This mirror that had the crucifix over was was strange. Um, So after a couple of weeks there, I was like, I got to try something here so I looked up 
you know, ghost hunting stories. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I love ghost hunters. I watched it right. since it came off. Love the sci-fi like, You know what? Yeah. I need a Melmeter. Let me see what's going on with this. I work for an audiovisual company. I have audio, professional recording equipment. Let me bring some of that over and see what I can get. So, got a Zoom recorder. Brand new batteries. Empty SD card. Set it on the counter right out in front of the mirror. Set it, went to sleep. Mm-hmm. Wake up the next morning and I grab the SD card out. First off, the thing is off. Okay. So Which it should have been able to be on. It should have been on right. the whole time. So I was like, all right, that's weird. I turned it on just to make sure that I got something and I see two tracks. I was like, well, that's even weirder. So yeah. it turned off and it turned back it on turned and started recording again. again. Wow. Um, so I'm sitting there in my office and uh, I threw the track into Logic and I'm throwing all my EQs at it, trying, and I listened to probably seven straight hours of what I thought was nothing. Yeah. Uh, but what I ended up finding was um, right before that first track ended, a tapping that just. Just that little, like, yeah. rock crucifix tapping against On the, the mirror? mirror. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and I stopped my friend, and I, I go, you got to come over here. You got to listen to this. Yeah. And his hair just started standing oh, yeah. up. So, like, that's the only logical thing that could have been was that. So crucifix. the mirror's in your room. No, the mirror's oh. in the kitchen. Okay. The mirror is but in you the, can hear it in a faint. So the mirror is in the center of the house. Holy crap. Um, and it was, I set the recorder up maybe three feet away from it. Okay. And you could hear it just wow. tapping against it. And then the recording stopped. Yeah. The recording started again uh-huh. and started recording. And I kid you not, mm. what I made out from it was a voice that said, now come home. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I am literally covered in goosebumps at the moment. This is oh, wild. And you didn't live there. I yeah. was there for three months trying to trying to deal with that Wow. Stuff. So right after that, I grabbed my millimeter and I'm going around the mirror, phew, flying off. Yeah. And, you know, this house is more like a recording studio, so there's a lot of EMF in there. Yeah. A ton of it. So I'm going through. I went through the whole house, and it would spike where the speakers and stuff were, but that, just that sheer thing alone was like, what am I doing in here? And even the people at the ghost hunting store is like, why are you there? And I'm just, I have nowhere else to go. <laughs> it's rent controlled. <laughs> I have nowhere else to go. I have to deal with it. Yeah. And it was the freakiest thing. Wow. And, you know, the, and I was, the job that I had at the moment allowed me to travel quite a bit. So right. I was, it was like a place where I slept. But you weren't there often. I wasn't there all the time. Right. But for three months, every single night that I slept in that place, I woke up at 3 a.m. Every time. Every single night. Yeah. And one of the last 
nights that I slept there, like after I had, I had the moving truck in front of the house. I had my car up on the, on the uh, trailer. Right. Like that Ready next to go. morning, I'm packing the rest of my stuff up and going. Yeah. I woke up at 3 a.m. and what I felt was something I'll never forget. Uh-huh. Um, and I can only describe it as uh, cold static electricity running straight through my forearm. Oof. The hair. Yeah. The skin, the muscles, the bones. You just feel it all. The muscles, the skin, the hair, straight through my forearm. Do you think it was something trying to grab you not to go? I... It was something grabbing me. Yeah. And that I just said, please leave me alone. And I saw shadows during yeah. that same time. And I I woke up as much as I could have. Because, yeah. you know, after any of those things happen, you're not sleeping very much. You're basically just covers over your head. Yeah. Waiting for the sun to come up and hoping nothing else happens. Right. And, um... After after that, I was like, I'm out of here, and I threw my stuff in the in the truck. I went and I picked up my cat, and I drove straight 13 hours to Nashville. Wow! And you got slept, I had the best night's sleep of my life <laughs> after that. How, did you ever keep up with this guy? Did you ever hear? Oh, anything? I still work with him. Oh, I still, really? I still work with him. Yeah. Wow! And he's still living there. And wow. he's had priests, he's had rabbis, he's had shamans come out and bless the house, and wow. nothing works. What? Nothing at all. So the area of Florida that... The damn hell mouth. <laughs> yeah. It, the area that uh, it's in is um, Conway uh-huh. in Orlando, Florida, settled in the 1850s. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of... Um, Issues with the Seminole Indians and mm-hmm. the U.S. Army. Mm-hmm. Um, so the ground is hollow. Like, it's... There's something there that can't budge and won't wow. budge. Um, they moved the headstones. They didn't move the bodies. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was a, it was a development. And I'm sure people in that same development are feeling things. But, you know, knowing that and then having... The poltergeist-like things happen, right. and the pets running away, yeah. and the TV turning off and on and changing channels, the and drum sets, the going. drum set crashing, the right. shadows, the voices. I mean, it was just fully haunted. Oh, it it was insane. So from there, did you like? Did it stop, or was that like okay? I'm going to keep looking. No, like you. Were you like I'm going to? Continue looking. I've kind of fell off a little bit. Uh-huh. The thing that I thought was most interesting is after I moved to Nashville, uh, one of the guys that I toured with for forever, he's been living there for a while. And um, I went over to his house. I walk in the house, and the first thing I say, I go, you got ghosts in here? <laughs> and he, his face went white. It's like, how'd you know? Like, oh, I just spent three months living in a haunted house, and I could feel it. It, it felt off. And it's like, what'd you see? And he just started rattling stuff off. He's like, I see shadows. I see things. Things move. I hear noises, footsteps. And it's like, cool. 
We can hang out at my place from now on because I'm <laughs> done with all of this. I'm done with hanging out with ghosts. Uh-huh. Wow. But it was a trip, and, you know, it's one of those things that I guess I can feel now. Right. Uh, going into somewhere, so. So, in the future, if I was ever like, I need to go see what a ghost is about. I, uh, my co-host, Mr. Wonderful, a petrified little man that I love with all my heart, like, he always talks about doing that kind of stuff. If I could convince you to go on one more journey, would you be willing oh, to? Yeah. yeah. Do you know any place to go? Would you Where? even be willing to go to your old roommate's apartment one last <laughs> I, night? I, I would absolutely go there. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. Um, that would be something I, I like just thinking like just because that from your experience, his experience, it seems like that place is legitimately I don't want to go to like a, a haunted jail for you sure. to walk around and be like, yeah, whatever. I mean, yeah. it's whatever. It's cliche. Right. I want to go to a place that's actually lived in. I want something that like could possibly get a feeling of like how you said, like. I, I wouldn't do it for three months. No, 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 no. <laughs> I would do one night only. <laughs> this dude is nuts. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, do you still have your gear and stuff like that? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I got right. recorders. I got my Mel meter. It's right up next to all my Ghostbusters props. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like, there's the movie stuff. There's the stuff I've actually used. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so you know, to kind of wrap things, so you you basically are just now in the like chill mode. You still, you yeah. look it up sometimes and stuff. Oh yeah, I I mean I love Ghost Hunters. I love yeah. watching any sort of show. I love hearing stories. I love researching stories. Um, like I was just down in New Orleans last weekend, and I. And I'm watching all these haunted tour, like ghost yeah. tours, go on. And I, all I wanted to do was roll down my window and be like, "Spoiler alert! This whole place is haunted. <laughs> Keep going anywhere you go here. Like, you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel something. You don't yeah. need to pay someone a hundred bucks to tell you that. Right. Um, right. Did you look up anything for Virginia since you came up here? No, not yeah. yet. But I mean, look at where you are. Yeah. You've got, oh, you've got the Colonial history Williamsburg. anywhere. Anywhere, I mean, going from where I am in Nashville to here to North New Jersey, you know, it's all a battlefield. Right. There's blood everywhere. Right. You know, a lot. You're going to find something. Yeah. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And some places are going to, going to affect you more than others, you mm-hmm. know, um, like Gettysburg. Yeah. You know, people see soldiers walking through the fields from the Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, residual, sure. And I'm sure in some places there's more uh, greater hauntings, but, you know, it's, I look at it as like, all right, so I'm going to die and there's something. Yeah. At least, you know? And yeah. Whether uh, you, you can believe whatever you want to believe, but, you know, we're energy. Yeah. And it's going to go somewhere, allegedly. Yeah. So. But. Apparently, some of it sticks around. Some of it does stick around, <laughs> for sure. All right. Well, 
You heard it here first, folks. I'm going to join Andrew at some point. We're going to figure it out. I'm going to bring Wonderful with me. Brooke's probably going to stay home on this one. But I'm going to figure out a haunted place to go to. Maybe you guys can hook us up with some ideas. And Andrew will look into it. And we will go on our own ghost hunting adventure. This sounds wonderful. I can't wait. But Andrew, thanks you, thank you for coming on. And uh, actually... Being a real hunter. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Hunter's Podcast. Okay, so we were wrapped and we were done, but I brought something up that triggered Andrew's mind. So we got to get a little late to the party story here. What's up? So, um, Albuquerque, New Mexico, Sunshine Theater, still a venue that is still active. Yeah. Um, bands are touring there all the time and any of you guys that live in Albuquerque I'm sure you know this story okay um there was a girl that got murdered it at the Sunshine Theater by one of the janitors um and they he stashed the body in there Mm -hmm. in the theater they didn't find her for days um and where they found her was where the green rooms are for the bands. What? Um, in the basement, right under the stage. Um, and, you know, since then they've cleaned everything it up. and painted and yeah. this and that and whatever. But the place still feels like it's not quite right. Unsettling. Um, so we would have, you know, our road cases on the stage and flat stage Mm -hmm. Uh, things just start rolling away from you um but one thing in particular that scared the hell out of me this was way before i lived in that house Mm -hmm. um i'm laying on the couch in the green room and there's this big steel door big thing probably um six six by eight steel on a slider I'm laying on the couch trying to sleep. Well, nobody else is down there but me, and that thing slams shut. Oof. I jumped up immediately, ran out the door, ran outside. I didn't go back into the venue until I had to work. Right. But When other people were witnessing. Other, other people were there, but yeah. people have had their fair share of experiences in that venue. Wow. Um, and I'm sure if I really jog my memory, I'll... Figure well, some more things out that I've seen. <laughs> well, like that experience there, I feel like, like you said, you you weren't in the three months of renting yet, so you didn't actually acquire that sense that you could have known. Yeah. So I, there's a good chance you were feeling that, you just didn't no realize idea. it. Wow. And it like hard slammed. Hard slam. <sighs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I got like goosey bumps right now it's weird when you talk about it how it makes you feel i mean it's just getting that same energy the spooks right back yeah and yeah that was a trip wow that was definitely a trip oh my god well i bet down the line we can find some more stories hell when we go with you on a hunt i bet you pull up some stories that you you forgot more than uh uh most know yeah, they're, they're, yeah. I'm sure. I mean, there's a certain point you get past where you start pushing things out of your head. Yeah, um, you and, just want to forget it. 
that was one of those. Uh, okay, bits. I guess it, since we're here and I didn't really bring it, I mean, I could have brought it for the mirror and the shadows and stuff. Have you, and I'm going to regret it. Have you ever met something evil? That's tough. Because you don't know... I mean, I... Though I felt touched, Mm -hmm. it didn't feel... Hurtful. Hurtful. I, I didn't ever wake up with scratches. I didn't ever, you know, feel threatened. Um, I felt like it was something trying to get me to notice them Mm -hmm. every time. And though, you know, the shadows would take different forms and there would be different things that happened. Um, you know, that creepy feeling where you walk into a bathroom and the lights are off and you know, you're standing in front of a mirror and you're waiting just to see something pop up right behind you. Yeah. I had that every single day. Um, yeah every single day um but it never felt truly evil it right. was just like hey i'm here don't forget about me yeah always wants to be remembered wow all right well once again thank you andrew for coming on uh this was a little post awesome interview this is the cherry on top <laughs> uh but yeah hopefully we get more from andrew down the line and we will check y'all later Hunter's Podcast. all right <laughs> once again we were just chilling inside because we've been doing this whole interview outside. So if you hear noises like crickets or dogs, that's why we're outside. But um, we were talking inside. And once again, Andrew had a like, realization. Like he said earlier in the interview, he's forgotten more than anybody probably can remember about their own ghost encounters. Which I kind of get. I get why you would kind of push these things out if you've... You know, if you're trying to live a normal life, if you, if you would say. Uh, so, Andrew, the floor is yours. Please tell us what just popped in your mind. All right. Uh, Asbury Park, New Jersey, Convention Hall. It's right on the beach in Asbury Park. Um, huge venue. Like, this is the place that Bruce Springsteen goes and rehearses for his tours in. Um, I've been working there, I mean, at stone pony in asbury park for forever and uh you know we'd have calls where we were there you know all night in the wee hours of the morning um but a little bit of history with convention hall is it was designed by the uh same guy who did uh grand central station oh wow uh this is old architecture where things you know were thought about uh, and the building itself is actually a perfect cube um which is odd but you know like pyramids they're they grab energy right suck it in and keep it in there Mm -hmm. um so before it was i mean it's always been a concert hall um but there it used to be where they would launch cruise ships and this is going back 1920s 1930s um, I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head right now, and I apologize for not having no. more of it no, researched. It's okay. But, um, all of these things just kind of just come back. Right. Um, so there was a cruise ship on the dock. Now, this dock is not there anymore, but there's a plaque remembering the tragedy that happened. Uh, the cruise ship caught fire. Uh, hundreds of people. Mm. 
got lost their lives. Yeah. And what they did is um, they would run them off the cruise ship um, down into the actual hall area and they would just lay the bodies out on the actual concert floor where, you Wolf. know, myself and Kate grew up going to concerts to there. Watch, but right. not knowing then, like, 60 years ago, we're standing where there were piles of bodies. Uh-huh. Um, so they would pull them into the, um, into the concert hall. The ambulance would come up the boardwalk and they would bring the bodies into the ambulance and out. Um, and that is not a place you want to be really late at night. Yeah. Um, you know, we'd be doing loadouts at three in the morning and you would hear voices, you'd see stuff, you would, there were rooms that we all did not want to go in, um, because it just felt bad like gave you a bad I would, feeling i would be standing on, on the outside of the building still because it had a big wrap around that went uh wrap around balcony that went all around the building right and i would just be standing there staring at the beach having a smoke and i'd look over and i'd see like i would see something out of the corner of my eye and i'd look and it'd be gone gone um and uh attached in that same building, there's a uh, theater, um, and in like the '40s, there was a fire up there. In in the uh, you have the stage, and then the green rooms were on top. Um, there was a fire, like four dancers. Like this is going back to the '40s. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus! <laughs> oh God! <laughs> Just crap myself. <laughs> um, <laughs> I wasn't the time for that. <laughs> okay. It's the 1940s. Dancers burned alive. People lost their lives due right. to a fire in that building, and they had left those untouched. Okay. So, like, you'd go upstairs into the green rooms and down the hall. You've had some production offices. and Right. The ones at the end of the hall, nobody went in because they were charred black still. Really? Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's probably Whoa. still like that to this day. Um, and same thing, voices, footsteps, things moving, weird energy. Um, it, so, sorry to cut you off, but like now that, like, how can I phrase this? Again, you know, you, you lived in a place for three months to find this stuff. Did you go looking, and did it find you? Oh, it found everybody that was there. Right. It. it found well, I meant more so because, like you said, the things moved. People thought they seen stuff. Like those are stories from people. So, do you remember an encounter? Oh yeah, yeah. I because I'd be the the one in the balcony seeing right, seeing something, and then it's gone. Right. Um, you know, sitting in testing ourselves to see how long we could stay in this room before we freaked out. But, you know, hearing voices, hearing footsteps, hearing pounding, lights turning on, turning off. Wow. The the whole nine. Yeah. uh, You know, we had the uh, New Jersey Ghost Hunters uh, went and did um, 
their whole survey on the place and uh-huh. they interviewed uh, the security guard there and they're like how do you do this every night it's like this is just my job steady paycheck you, you know <laughs> um, i'm used to it by right, now right um but for all of us that you know grew up working there like we all definitely saw our own things and just yeah. that story of what happened with the cruise ship was well i was going extremely to say impactful on that whole building in general that's what i was going to say it sounds like from the initial almost like not to come off creepy i'm come coming with my own thoughts about it but it sounds like with all that death that surrounded and came to that place it kind of opened itself to that so when the theater accident happened and there's things happening there it's because that door is already open yeah Whew, i'm already yeah. <laughs> not gonna sleep tonight <laughs> that I will. Is, well, of <laughs> course, over you're, all this you're over this. <laughs> it's Tuesday to him. Um, but yeah, oh man, that's wild. Well, hey, if you ever come up with a story, I'm going to give you a phone number later. Yeah. Just leave the voicemail and I'll play it on an episode. Perfect. Oh my God. Hey, <laughs> once again, oh, maybe final. You never know. Andrew, thank you for coming on the show. You got it. Hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tidbits, my solo movie podcast about Disney Company movies from the past, present, and coming soon, and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia in between. Come for the childhood memories, stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies. New episodes every other Wednesday. Tune in to Disflix and Tidbits. Subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found. Oh my god, that was scary, that was awesome, that was incredible. I can't wait for I'm Orlando. My, my favorite thing about doing the interview is like, the the main interview itself was very creepy and stuff like that, but the fact that he keeps coming back to tell me something like we would have to we would just have a normal conversation something would spark we put on the recorder and he talked about it uh. because he pushed so much out of his mind like on purpose because of how creepy things were to him. I mean, that's that's the thing, man. Ghosts they it sticks with you, dude. They they stick with you. Some of those places stick with you. I am so I've I've joked it on the show over and over again. Damn you, messenger. Uh, Computer! <laughs> uh, I joke it over. It's not even important. Uh, over and <laughs> over, how I very quickly like I have such a crazy weird like obsession with it but i'm scared to do what he did but very easily could go do that and could just make that transition all of a sudden where it's like he just up and quit his job and like bought a whole bunch of like equipment and is now like traveling the country just trying to find proof of the afterlife and it's like yeah because man just like andrew i mean that's what happened to him he was like I'm going to buy some equipment. I'm going to do my kind of research of this place. And it panned out like just wild. I hope you enjoyed the interview because it was so interesting talking to him about these events. It's always uh, talking to a ghost adventure or ghost hunter or whatever they like to call themselves. Yeah, whatever you call them. Um, they have some of the craziest stories and it's, it's just, I don't know how people just can't believe, man. 
I don't know yeah. how you can't believe yeah. <laughs> this is, this is why the well, exorcist scares me, man. <laughs> I, I am on the verge of like, okay, like, look, I'm completely down with trying it before. Of course I'm going to be skeptical, but like having this conversation with him made me oh so closer to being like okay this is some real less let's get it going i mean so I, lo- I look forward to getting up with him later down the line for us to go get the tar scared out of us i mean listen, i'm all i'm all i'm all for it i'm all for hanging out doing something like that uh i i believe that the power of christ will protect me uh, I will be wise with it. I will have my sage. I will have everything I need. Uh, so I will be good. I will be protected. Uh, yeah, that's uh, and that's why I go to church every Sunday. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, no. Seriously, though, that would be a lot of fun. Uh, and yeah, now I, I gotta I gotta start getting out to more of the haunted places anyway. Gettysburg. That's what we do. Stuff Betty. like that. Oh, oh yeah. Oh Dude, yeah, Get, I mean, mm, Gettysburg is uh, is a hell of a trip, and I'm so close. He talked about it. He talked about it. Um, that's well, that's where for me that was kind of the beginning of it. In because I went on a trip to Gettysburg, and just it was weird. It was not like pleasant. I don't think I saw like I don't I didn't have like one of those like I saw something, but I just had weird experiences along that entire trip that was just too coincidental on things, pictures that were taken that did not take the way they were supposed to stuff like that just those weird like where after that trip i was like i don't know and then other weird things throughout life where i was like yep i i'm i want to go to one of these places i want to do one of these things i gotta i want to i want to fully experience i've been so close is it really or am i just losing my mind or have i just you know celebrated a certain time of the day too much uh, <laughs> like, like, like all those questions arise, but because I have those questions, yeah, that's why I'm like, I, I believe you're going to be entirely useless in the month of April next year. You know that, right? Oh, I am already so excited that it, April 2020 exists. Uh, because <laughs> like, this show <laughs> may go on a temporary hiatus. It's just going to be the Zach and uh, Brooke show, Brooke uh, show for an entire month, and then and then I'll come back at the start of you know March, and it'll be like, "How was your <laughs> April?" I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> I love that you said March when March comes oh God. before April. I'm already in the mindset. <laughs> He's there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you don't time oh, too well. God, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, you gotta love, <laughs> gotta love that month of April. If you don't, oh yes, I, mean. I do. Oh God, I do for you. Uh, don't worry. I, if we do a ghost hunt, I won't. I won't no. before that. I, I won't because I'll be too scared. Uh, <laughs> uh, there ain't no way you get me into uh, into a haunted place if I if I in the month of April. Uh, <laughs> oh no! Oh no. I, no! I wouldn't. No doubt. No. At, at that point, I'd be like, any 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 Jesus on my side. He's like, what? Look at what you just did before you went. I ain't with you. Like, uh-uh. right. he'd be like, you trying no. to get us killed? Yeah. And Jesus would be looking at me and be like. Nah, you deserve what happens to you. Uh, <laughs> You're the stereotype. <laughs> Jesus oh is going to call you out for all this. Oh sins. Man, I've been watching you for the last twenty years. Just do this. Enough. You know. You know. You know. You don't make him learn. 
He gets possessed tonight. Let him go get possessed. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> then see him come crawling back to me asking for Jesus, save me. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. No oh Bible God. magic for you. <laughs> I, I don't know if I should go to confession now or end the show or I, I, I don't know. I should end this. Okay. On that note. <laughs> May Christ be with you. Uh (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunters Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. Ha 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 ha.